Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Roxana Radulescu. How are you, Roxana? I'm awesome. Excited to be here, Shane. I know. I know. Me too. It's so amazing that you're here today with us. Um, I'm, I was when we met first time. I was really intrigued to know more, and I know the audience is gonna love to hear about everything that you're doing, all the wonderful stuff. And I'll let you kind of get into it and explain all that you're involved in. Okay. All right. So my business is called All Personal because I believe it's all personal and nothing is just business. And basically, this is why we're also having this conversation, right? People want to meet people and it's all in how we manage ourselves and also how we manage our relationships with others. So that is what I believe is real success. So what I do is I work with corporate managers and small business CEOs and I help them become dream bosses and I help them build dream teams. Uh, So a lot of training, coaching and consulting that I do specifically for that, so that we change the future of work into a future of work that we're proud of and happy with. So you work with actual corporations or, or also like small businesses as well? Yeah, both. So I, I work with uh, corporations and specifically with people who manage teams in corporations and also with some small business CEOs because they need the, the skills that to, to be able to manage people and to bring people on the team and to scale their team healthily. Yeah. And then so you actually figure out the strategies behind it as well for creating a better and more robust teams? Yeah. So what I do is, for instance, with small business CEOs, I help them whenever they want to bring more people on the team. Let's say you want to scale your business and you want to scale the team because obviously you don't want to be understaffed. So you want to make sure that you're bringing the right people on the team. And for that, I help them also look at what culture are you looking to build? What are your vision, mission and values? And then depending on those, we set up the, the whole interviewing question and all of the evaluation so that we make sure that the people you're bringing are going to be a good fit for your organization and also for the people who are currently on the team because that's that's essential we don't want to we know what it means to have a bad hire in terms of spending time spending money spending energy so i help them make the right hire that stays with them for longer term so that they can build a great team so you actually create like the questions that we they need to ask an interview as well? Yeah, the structure wow. of the interview as well so that nice. we look at, so at the custom. questions. So yeah, it is. Yeah. I wow. believe in custom. I believe in custom. I mean, that's that's what I do. I don't believe in off the shelf because there's no general recipe. What works for you doesn't work for me and the other way around. Yeah. So for, to work with you, for example, can you kind of outline a small business owner, for example, if they contact you, what could they expect and how does it work? Like, do you call them? Do they have to pay a fee to talk to you initially? Like, oh, how does it work? Can you dumb it down like the exact steps? Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, and actually, thanks for asking that. Yeah, That's a no good problem. question. <laughs> because you never know, right? People, people, <laughs> people, people might want to know. They might because I find a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners they hesitate, yeah. right? They hesitate. They say, you know what? I'm going to call Roxana. You know, she looks expensive. Like she might not. You know, what if I what if I call her? She bills me. You know. So this way, there's 
pure transparency. They know exactly yeah. what to expect, and you'll ha they'll have an open door when it comes to talking to you. Absolutely. So, for the initial conversation, I don't charge anything. That's an initial Good. conversation, which also helps me understand where you're coming from. I need to know more about your business, your goals, what you're trying to achieve, how you how you want to grow, so that we can do that in a way that benefits you. So that is, I need to, you just need to sit down basically and let me know. I'll have some questions and find out more about the business and what you're trying to do. And then we can put a plan together. Usually what I do is in this particular consulting bit, what I do is work with uh, that business for about three months so that I know that I take them through the whole process from, you know, setting up the initial information for the interview and then we go through evaluations. I stay in the interviews with them because... Again, these are people who are technically skilled and they know oh, you, everything about the business they run, but they don't know how to conduct uh, people so interviews, there. hiring. You've I'm there. there for the interviews. Oh, on I'm Zoom, there. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah, on Zoom. But, but yeah. before that, I used to do that. I was going yeah. like in the yeah. in-person interview. Wow. So uh, because that that's another thing that's essential when you then sit down and evaluate who you want to bring on the team. And then what we do is I set up the whole process from hiring that person into, let's see what we need to do to help the members of the team mesh well together. So putting in some, some training and some workshops or maybe even group coaching for them so that they can understand more about each other and work well together so that we minimize that gap that it takes. You know how long it takes for people when they start working on a new role. It kind of yeah. takes a while yeah. for them to sink in and also to work well and collaborate with other team members. So I help them with that and also with evaluation and performance processes because that's going to be another essential tool. If you want people to perform, you want to let them know what you're going to be measuring them on and how you want them to perform. So all of the performance bit, I take care of that. Now, it really depends on what you do and on the budget that you have because there's different things that we can do for different budgets and I don't believe okay, in good. a fixed in a good. fixed you work with their thing budget. exactly because I'd rather help you as much as I yeah. can help within that budget than not help you at all oh, right I like course. that is out of the question for me <laughs> yes no I so, get it yeah it's especially now, right? Yeah. Also, speaking about now, have you experienced any slowness like or anything like that when it comes to business growth? Are people still creating teams? Like, are you seeing that in the industry? So what I'm seeing, what I've, what I'm seeing right now more of is. I haven't had, for instance, this kind of project with small businesses for a while because, and that's, that makes sense, right? Because a lot of them went through a lot of bad stuff and they're at that point where they just want to survive. They're not looking at developing. But what I've seen a lot is I've worked with organizations and team managers and team leaders to help them motivate and engage their teams. So this is the the most part of my work that I've done in, in this uh, past, I don't know how many months <laughs> I've been with lockdown and everything. 
this has been a super big chunk of my work, helping oh. teams cope with overwhelm, with managing their time, with managing change, managing crisis, because there's different things that you need to do. And also managers because and leaders of teams, right? Because nobody, nobody had the recipe Nobody knew nobody what to knew. do, right? Nobody, and still nobody does. I mean, we're still in trial, trial and error here, right? Yeah. This hasn't happened to us before. So a lot of these team leaders and managers, they didn't know what to do. And they were taking care of everybody, their team, maybe their direct manager, their family, right? Because they were working from home and nobody was taking care of them. I see that all the time and you're stuck. You don't know what to do. You're in a crisis. Your team is disengaged. You are demotivated. How are you going to keep being productive mm -hmm. and keep your sanity, right? So um, that's why I started um, an online program for management and uh, leadership development for managers and leaders and also for small business CEOs. And that's why I started the Lead for Legacy League for both uh, team managers and leaders and also for small business CEOs because these are the people who need the support now so that they understand what they can do for themselves so that they can also help their teams. Because you can't, you can't pour from an empty cup. You need to take yeah. care of yourself first. And who yeah. is taking care of these people? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. And is it like a, a is that a course or some sort? It's a program. It's an online training and group coaching program. So basically, I have some some courses, online courses that they can pick and choose depending on what they want to learn and wow. what their priorities are. Mm -hmm. So they take those courses. And then we also have group coaching meetings every week. So we meet once a week live. Um, if they can't be there, they can submit their questions and they want the recording afterwards and I also invite um, inspirational speakers because hey we need some some inspiration for to yes. get fresh ideas yes. that we can then take back into our organization or business or work with with our team so that we help them grow as well so mm, this is um, a month by month membership program of course the longer you stay the more benefits you have yeah, of course, of course. Um, but um, and it's global so right now there are people from it was a great mix of Romania Mexico Mexico and Canada in the sessions so far so that they also learn from each other and they Good. see that a lot of them deal with the same kind of issues but what happens is they all are going to see things from different perspectives mm -hmm. so that helps because I get out of my little place of where I operate every day and suddenly I'm open to hear ideas from other people around the world that deal with the same kind of issues that I'm dealing with which is awesome I love when they when they start sharing and inspiring each other 
So how do you, how do you, do you do that on the platform or you like do it on Facebook group or something? I do it. It's, uh, um, I do it on zoom. So okay. for all okay. of the people who are registered in this program, yes, yes. they uh -huh. receive the, the zoom sessions. Good. And uh, can you give some examples of the programs, like some ideas of what they can learn? Yeah. So, uh, for instance, we have, um, a bunch of courses that are related to leading and especially leading right now in I have change management and crisis management time management is always always a good thing to to learn more about and to embed more into our schedules emotional intelligence is a course that I love because not that I designed it <laughs> but oh, I, I it, yeah. really, I designed it and um, because I believe in that, I believe in for all of them who are asking me, where should I start? It's, I say, start with emotional intelligence because it's, it has a lot to do with knowing more about yourself so that you can then understand others too. Mm -hmm. um, so and important. Also, I agree. Exactly. So there's a series of courses. There's an assessment tool that I use and that help them understand how they make an impact on their world and why that is important to them. Uh, and we work with that as well. And then we have in the coaching sessions, we have Q&As. We also have brainstorming and case studies. So for instance, one of the things that we discussed in one of the coaching sessions was um, how, do I, how do I ask for feedback and how do I give feedback? properly so that I can actually grow that relationship with my team and I can bring trust in the team. So and sensitive, right? That topic. It you know, is. So I always, is. Have always have trouble with uh, trying to be nice, good yeah. and, and get, you know, what uh, one thing I, I try to do is I try to be like firm and friendly. So I'm always friendly. Like I'm always good with everybody. We have really, really good relationships with everybody. I'm blessed. But when there's not, I just, you know, you tell them like, hey, I, this can't be good for the business, right? So really, at the end of the day, you explained about business and people understand. Yeah, exactly. They understand. And the thing with, with these kind of sessions is also you bring your own situation and you discuss it and you ask for, how am I going to go around it? What, what's the best thing that I can do? You're looking for solutions. And what happens with coaching is that you find you yourself are going to find the, the best solution that's the best fit for you, but you get to discuss it and you don't feel, I don't believe in the type of leadership where the leader is isolated at the top and then everybody expects the leader to know everything and do everything. It's not about yeah. that. It's about it's team. The, the team leadership and who can take the helm and when. Because you have people on the team. You brought people on the team for a reason because they're experts in something because they can do something and they're good at that. And so they can take the lead when it comes to their um, area of expertise. Yeah. Leadership is a, is a topic that, you know, it should be talked about more, I feel, yeah. because a lot of leaders are leading because they feel like they're leaders and they're leading uh, by giving orders or just uh, demanding and whatever the case might be. But I feel like the real meaning of leading is when you provide value to others and show them how to be better. So if you're showing yeah. them how to get better, 
that's a real leader. Like you're, you're, you're a real leader. You're actually showing them how to progress, how to get better. You're motivated, you're inspired, you're making them better, better. That's a good leader because now you're creating something good for your organization, right? Exactly. And good long-term and sustainable. That's why leadership, to me, leadership is not about hierarchy. Leadership no. is about legacy. What are you mm. leaving behind that other people can benefit from even when you're not there or especially when you're not there? That's I when know. you see the real power of a leader. Yeah. If, if You know, because if your empire is going to crumble the minute you're not there, the minute you're not looking at, at what's going on, then something is not right yeah. in that equation, right? So, so this is what I'm trying to build here. And I'm not looking at, you know, how all the uh, top executives and CEOs and everybody in big companies, they get that kind of training so that they learn how to be leaders. But nobody really takes care of this, the middle to senior managers and all the small business owners, they are leaders, uh -huh. already do they know how to lead not necessarily but that's a skill that you can learn it just hasn't been available to all of these people so because i come from a background of 15 years of learning and development in in corporate organizations i know i've seen a lot of frustrations with people going on to a training session and then coming back and not really being able to apply what they learn mm -hmm. and there you so go true. Time and money oh. lost. Frustrations up to here. Yeah. And then what what I, did you solve? <laughs> yeah, I, I find I find people continuously are are learning, you know, we're giving more exactly. and more knowledge to people. Here, take this, here's another yeah. course, a sales expert, this expert, this. Expert. But yeah. then if you think about it, why is it only a few that actually make something out of it? The reason is because as we get older, we we start to know a lot more, but actual doing decreases. So if they have, if they have a knowledge, say about, you know, like if they have a, a, a credible amount of knowledge, but they're only chipping a small part of it and actually doing using that knowledge, because really it's so hard to use all of it, right? So there's no need to keep feeding them more knowledge. Is you got to teach them how to do more of what they know. The doing, exactly. you know, the, that gap has to decrease. And if you do that, oh man, the results change. Exactly. That's that's the whole purpose yeah. of it, that you yeah. get a result, right? Yes, and that's the, what we want. This is the game of the game. <laughs> and it's, I always say, look, we're not cars that need to be fixed. Yeah. You don't send a person to be fixed somewhere and then you expect that they will be masters of it. Like you send them on a two, three days course on yeah. leadership and then you expect that they're leaders. Are you kidding me? No, that's yeah. just the beginning of the learning journey because there's the whole path from initiation from finding out about stuff that's possible all the way to mastery and really that's when I know the how how to do it I know what works for me I know how I can apply that on the job in my work and in my life as well because really these go together hand in hand of course oh yeah you, you carry that right whatever his life is you bring that to work um Absolutely. you also you you are you you did a tedx uh yeah. talk as well <laughs> tell us more yeah. about that what was that <laughs> yeah uh, so that was, I think, uh, three years ago 
or mm-hmm. four maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. And it was in Chatham, Kent. Um, and I always wanted to do a TEDx talk. So, hey. <laughs> and wow, by the that's way, great. that's another yeah. that's another thing about labeling because I'm an introvert. I've always been an introvert. I, maybe I don't look like an introvert. And actually, there's a lot of people that are introverts and don't look like introverts because... I was, uh, and I love, uh, I love, I love COVID. <laughs> look, look, <laughs> I, I see, to go that's on. what I mean. <laughs> but, but, but I like, I like, I love meeting people. I'm like, it's different now, but before I've always been introvert. I always wanted to stay. It, it depended on the situation, but I wasn't that big of a, yeah. Yeah. So the thing about introverts is they, they need their downtime. They need the, their time with themselves. That's how we recharge and that's how we get our energy. But that doesn't mean that we can't do public speaking uh that doesn't mean we don't talk to people when introverts are passionate about something they can talk about it for a long time and i you and i i mean you and i know a lot of introverts who are great public speakers right i mean come on there's there's no question about that passion is way more powerful right Exactly. So I always wanted to do a TEDx talk. And if you know all of the, the, the process of the TEDx talk is you have to actually apply and you have to actually pitch them so that they understand what you want to talk about, if your topic is a good fit for their event and so on. And so I went there uh, and they said, yeah, okay, yeah, perfect. Okay, that fits. It's awesome. We would like to, to, to have wow, you here. Wow, great. Mm-hmm. It was such a great Experience. I just want to have to to do that again when things open up again. Yes, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Me too. I plan but on doing it as well. It's it's an incredible incredible experience because the kind of energy that you get from there. Because all of those people, they already have one thing in common. They all want to be there because they're yeah. curious and they're yes. interested. And yes. that curiosity, you feel that energy in the room from both the, the audience and the speakers. And I was actually lucky that I talked in the morning at about 10 a.m. and then I could just sit in the yes. and, and relax and, and ju- in the audience and just enjoy everything that other people were were saying great so this is amazing amazing roxanne i want to i want to really really actually thank you for taking the time and you know coming and chatting with us on the show it was uh it was it's a pleasure and i'm 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 grateful for this opportunity and i wish you all the best in all your endeavors you know yeah, thank you. And thanks for having me. It was awesome to, to chat with you. Such a such a great energy in this show. Keep it up. Oh, it's thank a, you it's so an much. amazing thank show. You. Congratulations. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> You're amazing as well. Keep keep at it. All your information will be in the show notes uh, when they want to connect with you. And uh, we also promote the episode as well. So um, we're all here for you guys. You know, we want to serve as much as we can to entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs. So I'm grateful to have you on the show and thank you again. 